0: Migo PP <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. Tim, you I... know that's gonna be at the start of the episode now.
1: <laughs> Migo PPS2. insert credit. This is a relentlessly scheduled video game podcast where my panel of game biz pros must stay within an allotted topic given a finite amount of time before we move on to the next one. This week, by Patreon request, we're ranking the best games of the PlayStation 2. I'm Alex Jaffe, and my favorite PlayStation 2 memories are marathoning all of Cowboy Bebop on DVD for the first time the time my best friend smuggled one with a monitor attachment to summer camp so we could get the true ending in Kingdom Hearts 1, and playing through all of Katamari Damashi with my sister.
2: All right, I'm Frank Cifaldi. I I think my favorite PS2 memory is discovering that... Over in that United Kingdom, uh, they didn't seem to have many standards for what got published on the PS2, and uh, among the uh, incredible shovelware publishers was one called Blast Entertainment. You guys remember this? Blast. So Blast, I just, I loved because you go to their website and there's PS2 games. I just pulled up a list for um, Jumanji, Dr. Doolittle, Home Alone, Babe, Beverly Hills Cop. These were PS2 games. An American Tale, they're all just complete nothing and they exist for some reason mr bean they did mr bean Oh, PS2. mr bean lassie there's a lassie ps2 game from blast entertainment so that's that is my one memory of the ps2 and by default my favorite
3: excellent my name is tim rogers and uh my favorite ps2 memories number one would have to be playing all the way through the game jack 2 in one session that was a very good time that i had and one which i'm referencing quite heavily in a video i'm working on right now about the last of us my other my number two ps2 memory which is maybe like maybe maybe almost a perfect tie is explaining the battle system in final fantasy 10 to a couple of mormons who (laughs) knocked knocked on the door and my my best friend's uh buddy who was really high just let them invited them to come in and they sat there trying to basically sell us the book of mormon and then eventually we just were hanging out and playing final fantasy 10 that's my number two memory that's pretty good there was papa john's (laughs) pizza there that day too (laughs) though uh you know nowadays the papa is taboo and i'm all about that dominoes so i i have to leave that part out we don't have to edit it from the podcast papa john needs to go to jail uh, Papa John ate over fifty pizzas in two weeks or whatever it was. He didn't.
0: He didn't even do it. Yeah, I think he He's, ate a little bit. He said he pizza. was gonna, and he didn't do it. The yeah.
1: reckoning is coming.
0: Yeah. So, I'm Brandon Sheffield, and I guess my favorite insert uh, my favorite PS2 memory. I almost gave it away. Is uh, starting insert credit in on April 8th, 2001. Oh. Because that happened at that time. I do not recall specifically whether I owned a PS2 then because I was mad about the Dreamcast. Uh, but I think I got one. I think it was like I read, in, I read in Edge magazine that Ico was really cool. Of course, they would pronounce it
3: Ico. Wait, when you there. said you were mad about the Dreamcast, do you mean that in the Edge magazine sense or in the electronic gaming Monthly <laughs> sense? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I guess I, I mean in both, both? senses, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah,
1: that PS2 killed the Dreamcast pretty well,
0: but it had some games on it.
1: That's also true. PS2 killed the Dreamcast. cast. Uh, here's how this list here works. For those of you unfamiliar with our previous list episodes, and for those of you who are familiar with them, this might not be the same formula because I may have forgotten exactly how I did it before, but this is how we're doing it now. I budgeted four minutes to talk about 20 games. Okay. Uh, the- the first half of these four minutes is used to discuss the game and the second half to rank it on our list as I introduce each one uh, to determine this list. I went through a number of steps. First of all, I had each of you send me a list of your favorite places in two games. Mm-hmm. I automatically selected the games which appeared on multiple lists of which there were only four and only one of which appeared on all three of your
3: lists. Oh, nice. oh excellent. That's uh, number for the one remi- by default.
1: <laughs> the, ex- uh, exactly uh, i uh for the other 17, I had people write in to show dot insertcredit.com with their own favorite ps2 games and anything they nominated that was also on one of your lists made it to that 20. that brought us up to 17 for the last three I chose the most popular submissions from our listeners that weren't on any of your lists oh
4: excellent. that brings
1: us all to 20. Now that list has been alphabetized, we're going to go through them one by one, and we will determine the ranking as we go.
3: Alphabetical order or reverse alphabetical order?
1: Uh alphabetical order. Okay. I
0: would also like to know if you can uh, just mention which ones are the three that were not on any of our lists, because that'll be interesting. I will do that. Thanks. Oh,
3: wait, wait, wait. Let 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 me try to guess first. Oh, you
0: want to guess? Okay.
3: Oh, okay. F- All right, let's let's gamify this a little bit more. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so basically for each one we can devote about five to ten seconds to guessing whether it was on all of our lists, none of our lists, or whose list. Well, I mean, obviously we'll know if it was on all of our lists, and uh, I'll know if it wasn't on my list, Frank will know if it wasn't on his list, and so on. This could be fun. Yeah, unfortunately
0: I sent my list to everybody. But we're, we're going to have a nice little game of uh, whose list is it anyway over I here. I
3: stopped on your list uh, when I saw that you listed one game instead of a clearly superior game. So I don't. I don't need-
2: <laughs> it's also honestly the only one I remember from your list is Oops. that one. So, <laughs>
3: yeah. So
1: we're well, in good shape. I think we're all going to be happy here. Um, no, Our there's first, no, chance of, no, no chance of being happy. Good luck. Okay. Who wouldn't be happy right now? Uh, Our first game is Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter. Breath of Fire 5 Dragon
3: Quarter. That's on one of your lists.
1: That's definitely on Tim's list. Yeah,
3: yeah, Yeah, it was on my list. It was very close to. I actually sent my list, and I don't know if I indicated this. I sent it in ranked order. Um, It's my definitive ranking of the 15 best PlayStation 2 games. Uh, uh, Breath Ah. of Fire 5 was very high up in the list. I won't say what number it was, but it was very high up. And uh, one of my favorite games of all time. I played it
0: some and I find it to be pretty good, but Excellent. I I I don't know that how much further I can go than pretty good because I didn't get very far in it. it. It despite knowing that it is a relatively short game, it felt like there was a lot of work to do for me. Strenuous, yeah. Yes. And uh and I think that's what has held me back from ever getting further in it. But it has such universal acclaim among interesting game likers that i i continue to feel a responsibility to like it so i don't know
3: it, it falls into that um uh, that extended game design sphere of eco shadow of the colossus and panzer dragoon and that it shares that same weird garbled half german half japanese esperanto fictional language so there's that whatever that extended game universe is it's in there i just want to say that the one something about Breath of Fire Five that is interesting overall is that it does it does fun stuff with numbers. It's got a number on the screen that indicates the amount of times you can you can do a particular maneuver in battle before you die and it's completely game over. That's funny to me. That's just uh that's really interesting. Maybe it's the the funniest number ever on screen in a video game. The fact that it's there a hundred percent of the time. Another thing about this game that is very important to note is that it has no remakes, no remasters. It's not available on God darn anything else except the PlayStation 2. In order to play it, you need to put it into a PlayStation 2. It was never available on anything else. So I think that makes it worth something. And that's why I think it should be number one on our list so far. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I can agree to that. Um, it doesn't take a lot of effort for us to rank it so maybe we should just move on
3: to the next game all right let's do it okay our second game is you should play breath of fire five dragon quarter
2: well i was gonna add my only memory of breath of fire at all is the two page uh spread uh advertisement that ran in every video game magazine for about six months uh where the the lead character on the box cover has a speech bubble going, "You think this is just a game?"
3: <laughs> well, that was for Bre- which was it Breath of Fire one or two? I think it was one. Yeah, it might they, have been yeah. two. The answer was yes. It turned out they never knew how to advertise those games. Oh, oh, another reason to, to like Breath of Fire Five Dragon Quarter is there's a bunch of huge babies who don't like it. And yeah, they, uh, they oh, don't wow. like that how different it is from Breath of Fire one, two, three, and four. They don't like that. And it got somewhat bad reviews. And every time I mention it in a video, I get some jag off in the comments going, oh, but two's better. Oh, but three's better. Oh, but four's better.
2: It is a universal truth of everyone on this show that that instantly makes something appealing to us, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, Kotaku comments
3: would fill up with haters for Breath of Fire 5 if I ever mentioned Breath of Fire 5. 5
1: is
0: also a quarter of a quarter.
3: So there's that.
0: I
1: I will say it's
0: the
3: only Breath
1: of Fire game on this list. Okay. Uh, our next head. game is Bujingai,
3: the Forbidden City. Oh, Bujingai. You know, that's one of those ti- I know whose list that was definitely on. I
2: also know that it was Brandon's list. Yeah, it yeah, was I mean, Brandon's that's... list because it's got
3: <laughs> Gact in it. And Brandon in liked Gact. He liked Malice Measer. Um Gact yep. was a Gact was a Gact is a cool guy. I follow him on Instagram even today. And uh I like a lot of those a lot of those Taito games that came out on oh, the PS2, like uh, there was one called Suki on Do you know that game, Brandon? I just played it. Uh, oh, you did. I, What's yeah, it called thought, in English? Is there an English called, version?
0: Yeah, um, Ten Thousand Bullets. But Ten Thousand Bullets only in Europe. I just played it for the first time. I opened my sealed copy that I had had for ten years. Oh to my play god! It this week,
3: what'd you think? Pretty good, well, huh?
0: I thought it was pretty good, but it's one of those. It's one of those games where, like, if they had just. Known what modern control schemes could yeah. be, then people would still be talking about it instead of not. Um, it, it's like it's got a lot of interesting stuff in it. I like how it goes. Oh well, we probably shouldn't be talking about that. We should talk about Bujinga. Well, yeah. But it, it feels like it's got a similar DNA to that game to where... uh, to Bujinga.
3: Yeah certainly. Yeah. I feel like it's the same. De- some of the same developers. Uh, it's also a- Taido. It was so. that
0: Suikoden guy who actually. Uh the, the creator of Tsukodan was who was doing the director um, of it, yeah. Sukiyo Ni Saraba. It's wild. Um, but so Bujingai is is a Hong Kong wire action video game, probably the first of those. And you can run up walls, you have wild sword play where where um rather than a samurai showdown style clash, your swords are just intertwining and jangling together and stuff. The action is fluid and weird and not in a Platinum Games way. It's in a very different sort of fluid mm-hmm. and weird way. And uh, I think it's a really good game, even if Gokt weren't in it. Like, without him, it's still a cool, weird game. And him being in it makes it a little bit even weirder. Because you can just, by, by collecting collectibles in the game, you can unlock scenes of him, like, walking around in a, in a Chinese fancy dress um you know <laughs> but as action games go i have a hard time with 3d action games but i have a hard time with liking them that is and i like this one so that's uh it's real high up on my list yeah my, I-
2: my memory of playing it was just eddie three and i just remember you could cut down all the bamboo trees that are everywhere
0: yep great
2: that is yeah. my sole memory my sole contribution tim you're up
3: I think this game's real, real good. And I guess we might as well put it above Breath of Fire, I would say. Yes, and uh, the okay. thing about this game that's real good is that it, it comes from an era when the 3D brawler, the quote-unquote 3D brawler, was not so codified as always being a Dynasty Warriors game or yeah. a Devil May Cry game. There was, There was like the possibilities were were wide open at that time and they only stayed wide open for a period of a couple of years until about 2004 or so when did it, it came out in 2003 i remember december 2003 um, that's when it came out because no, I, I played in
2: it G- at e3 and my first e3 was well, okay maybe in japan but uh, my first e3 was 2004 and i played it at e3 it's
3: oh, one excellent. of those
0: games that's also it's amazing that it came out in america why did it come out in america uh i'm happy it did but it makes no
3: I, god darn sense I, yeah, I, did, I actually did not know it ever came out in america yeah i
0: think it's bam entertainment or one of those
3: i can stand up and look at it and, so uh, i'm slightly less impressed with your choice uh <laughs> <laughs> that you picked a game okay. that you picked a game that came out in america come on you rube uh
1: <laughs> it's time for our next game number three on our list is tulip
3: oh big old big c I, I believe that was on someone's list uh, here. <laughs> yes, it was on my <laughs> list. It, it, if it's not on mine,
2: it came close.
1: Uh, it
3: is on your list, Frank. Okay. Oh, it's on everybody's list then.
1: That's the game on everyone's oh, that's, list. Wow, okay. uh, look at that.
2: Oh, excellent. Um, I, th- I think Tulip is the best progression of what I liked about the original Animal Crossing. I liked that Animal Crossing was a game about having to adapt to uh, living in a new place. And I, I didn't get that from any of the Animal Crossing sequels as much as I got it from the original. Uh, I got it way more from Tulip than I did in any other Animal Crossing
0: game. And it has a great sense of putting you into a place and a time and a location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess place and location are kind of similar, but not exactly. It really it really transports you somewhere, which not a lot of video games can do. The, obviously, the the big crippling factor is that it is balls difficult. It is so hard. It's mm. so and hard it's... that
2: the instruction manual in the US version is literally a, a walkthrough. A walkthrough
3: of through the game. entire game? Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you guys something. You want to know something fun. Is, so Chulip is made by many of the same people who made the game Moon Remix RPG Adventure Indeed. and it falls very very much inside the same genre as Moon. And uh, for the last uh, going on a year now I translated the game Moon into English. And let me tell you, translating that game in such a way that it is not impossible to play in English is uh, a continuing (laughs) challenge that goes on to this day in our Discord, talking about uh, fixing specific words and specific lines to make specific puzzles a tiny bit easier. So in Chulip, I believe a lot of the difficulty is, is that. You're supposed to glean really, really granular stuff from dialogue. That makes sense. And it's just a big... So, uh, in a way, Animal Crossing is quite inspired by Moon. So, okay. the fact that Chulip feels quite like Animal Crossing... They share a lot of, if not actual development, uh, developers, they, they a lot of the developers of all of those games kind of know and or know of each other, you know? So, there's a there were a lot of other games later on such like the... Uh, there was like Captain Rainbow on the GameCube. Giftopia, games like that little weird games about talking to people and uh solving little dialogue sort of point and clicky problems i think tulip is one of the best examples of that sort of game and uh the advantage it would have over something like moon is that it was released in english uh or at least for a little while longer it will be the only one to have been released in english and also that it really, really focuses on making its one location feel like a place. Yeah, I've never said this in so many words to Yoshiro Kimura, but I think Tulip is a little bit better than Moon. I think it's yeah. a little bit more coherent. And I've I've never played it in English, so I, I don't know how bad the
0: you know uh, or how hard it is.
1: Where we I, ranking
0: it? I I just have to very quickly say that I talked to Yoshiro Kimura about Tulip because I was playing it again. And I was like, why did you make it so difficult? And he said, it was a fault of my younger self. And if I had to do it again, I would absolutely make it as, as I, well, I would at least remove all of the punitive things from it. Like we wouldn't make it easy, but remove the ability to just kill you so fast.
3: When did, when did you have this conversation with him?
0: Uh, that was a year and a half ago.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, cause we're, we're having that con- a different version of that conversation like every day <laughs> now because, <laughs> because it's like, uh, I don't want to divulge company secrets or anything. It's, it's, uh, he's just like, I, I did an interview with him on camera last year to do, to use for my action button series. Uh, when I was in Japan, I'm going to do a video about moon later. And I did a long, kind of like a four hour long interview that I have to edit down. And, uh, he repeatedly expressed regret at having made the game as hard as it is. Moon is very, very brutally hard. So, bottom of the list. Um, well, Chulip, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, I, a,
0: it's a hard one.
3: Yeah, it's, um, it's hard to rank against Breath of Fire 5 for me. You know what? I think Moon Moon is cooler, if not 100% objectively better. So, I'm, I'm comfortable saying Chulip is under Breath of Fire 5.
1: Okay.
2: Well, I, I don't know if, if we're just going with uh, Tim's yeah, Tim you just go, that's, I'm just I'm yeah, moving on. That, that's fair,
1: Frank.
2: Frank, <laughs> sorry you that think that is...
3: sounds so authoritative? Uh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fair <laughs>
2: enough. Um, so uh, might, I, I might weigh it a little heavier because of all of the games so far. It's the one that I've personally put time into, and uh, it is sort of a group consensus one. Yeah. Uh, yes. game So far. So I would be comfortable putting that at number two for that reason. I would be okay with number two Let's put it at
3: number two.
0: I don't think Bujingai is going to stay number one. We don't
3: have to worry. I love leaving Bujingai at number one for at least a while. while. It it seems fun. And also, there's no other way to play Bujingai, right? You can play Chulip on your PlayStation 3 or 4, right? So, you know, you can just go get the game. Whereas with Bujingai, it's got that rarity to it. That sweet rarity. So okay. Uh, we're
1: rarity. we're a little behind schedule. Let's go Sorry. on to disaster report. Disaster? What? Yeah. God, god darn it! <laughs> <Has> <laughs> Brandon Sheffield had that
2: in on his list. Yeah, we, so, so that's the one
3: game me and Frank saw was on Brandon Sheffield's list, and it's. Uh, I feel like I feel like it should be stricken. <laughs> it's a good game. It's great. It it's just
2: a- was completely overwritten by
3: its sequel. If yeah, you want it. Raw danger. Raw can Danger is such executive? a monsterful masterpiece. Let's
0: executive decision switch it out for Raw Danger. It's just I didn't play. Well, Raw it's Danger. on the
2: list though. Raw Danger's on the
1: list. So Raw Danger is on the list. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah. But I can swap it out for the fourth highest voted game from our listeners if you'd like.
3: Let's do that. You want to do okay. that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, All right, d- well, d- again g- though, I just want to say disaster report, fantastic game. It's it's a beautiful yeah. game. It's, it's okay. just weird. I, I, I like the idea of this list being like this sparkling uh yeah everything you need sort of desert island playlist, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's okay.
1: Let's do it. Right. Okay Excellent. Uh, so uh moving on, the next game is Dragon Dragoon or Dragon Guard
3: 2. two. Oh my god, I was so scared you were just gonna stop at Dragon Dragoon. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing that last night. Oh man, you know what? I love that goddarn game. I remember loving that game on the internet. I remember I used to write a, a post on the front page of insertcredit.com that was ongoing. It came in multiple volumes called Everybody Loves Caviar. And I remember oh, yeah. Brandon once emailing me to say, you know, not everybody loves caviar." Uh, can-
0: <laughs> I don't remember saying that. Is that- you sure Is that- did.
3: You sure did. <laughs> well, guess, and I, I was like, I was, I was and I said, to- I said, someday you will, Brandon Sheffield. Because I was, to be fair, posting about uh, kind of, you know, stuff before Caveat was was, uh, was really anything interesting at all. I don't know why I liked Caveat. I just remember playing their games and being like, this is the one I like. So, how about Dragon Drag Tune? I like Dragon Drag Tune an extreme amount. The question is, is it better than Bujingai and is it better than Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter? What do you like about Dragon Drag Tune, Brandon so Sheffield?
0: I like its variousness of play but it is more in the musou field as far it as is. the uh the, the 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 ground i was going to call it the floor combat the ground combat floor um, combat but, and then the the dragon bits are a bit fiddly and it it does feel more like two games bolted on top of each other i like it but uh it's a little less smoothy.
3: I like I like being able to just jump into the dragon and start ripping people up from the sky. It doesn't make any sense.
0: It's good. It's it's definitely I was thinking oh man, we can't talk about these things too long. But (laughs) I was thinking recently about how there's so much over the topness that we just accepted as as regular during this era, I feel like stuff that's where it's today we would be like, Whoa, you can do this crazy thing and it goes all wild and but at the time we were like, and then you just get on the dragon, then you set everyone on fire, and it was just felt like a normal thing. I don't know. Um, anyway, I would probably put it, I don't know, I guess I would put it below Breath of Fire, but still on the list is where I'd put it.
3: Still on the list. What, what do you think, Tim? Well, I think that sounds about right to me. I think if it came down to it, I would say that uh, Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter is the far more significant video game.
0: Yeah, and Dragon Dragoon is is sort of like a, for me everything not everything, but a lot of the good things about it were just done better in near later.
3: Oh sure. Yeah, I'm,
0: so Warthog drifting.
3: Dragon Dragoon 2 dragon has some pretty good uh it has some pretty good high level combat in it that I feel like I know some the Muso fan in the in the listenership is gonna get mad, but that like a Muso game just basically doesn't have. I would agree with that. There's all these nice, it has all these nice parries and deflects, and there's a well, whole lot of, like, projectile dodges you can do. Yeah, and, there, which, and uh,
0: you can uh, reflect projectiles, uh, wait, not reflect, you can you can block projectiles, or you can dodge them, and there's there's a much wider moveset for attacks
3: in general. It's just more fun to play, and you're in these big, dark fantasy battles with this loud, ugly music, and you're just... Uh, dodging and fighting and there's just kind of a nice flow to it and it just feels chill yeah you don't game have to... number five. Oh, yeah game number five let's go final fantasy 12 final fantasy 12 well i didn't put that on my list i feel like uh, that was
0: probably not on anyone's list it's my guess
3: i'm gonna tell you why That's... i didn't put it on my list because i got it on the steam the other day and you can play it on steam and it's way better and I feel like it just doesn't deserve to be called a definitive PlayStation Two game.
2: I think this is an interesting time to discuss that because I think we all kind of had a criteria similar to that. Yeah, in that I was looking at you know lists of best PS2 games, defining PS2 games, things like that. It's all I multi-platform
3: just, stuff, <laughs> right? And
2: and 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 in most cases, the PS2 was the worst version of a multi-platform game, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, it, there's a lot of great games that were on the PS2 that I didn't put on my list because there are way better ways to play them. Yeah, I the...
0: only picked games that are on my wall, PS2 games that I currently have in my possession, just uh, so everyone knows what my criteria was. Um,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's kind of fun, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, for me, it was, uh, yeah, I, I only picked stuff that, again, I, I figured, I don't have to explain this to Frank, it's, uh, Kind of a, uh, with a sort of a historical interest where it's like, it's got to be a PlayStation 2 game that is best on PlayStation 2 slash only on PlayStation 2.
2: I also did games that were originally for PlayStation 2 that might have become better
3: later. I don't think you did that. Um, Yeah, I I didn't exactly do that. Well, that would fit this Final Fantasy 12. Final Fantasy 12, beautiful game, wonderful video game.
0: Yeah, but I think I think given that it has been supplanted by itself, we can put it at the bottom, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think that so. Makes sense. Okay. But, then again, I will still. give you
1: your next game. But okay. still a good game, yeah. The next game is, according to this list, Ghosts in the Shell Standalone Complex. Oh baby Get sack. That's on Tim's list for sure.
3: Is it not on Brandon's list? <laughs> I, I only I on your on. list. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. What can I say? Everybody loves caviar, uh, and uh, it is a it is a really really interesting video game. It is a very it, it's it's interesting in the way Bujingai Guy is interesting, which is they could have just made uh, either any game or no game at all, and instead they made something that's got its own interestingness to it. It really feels, and this is. Uh, something i only realized today when i was just thinking about it today because i'm like i put that on my list i hope we get to talk about that game it's a it really was like a triple a prestige video game like way way back way back when right it it really just kind of flows like a modern prestige game it's got your skill trees and all that whatever but it's also what it represents to me that i think is very valuable is it is a it's 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 a first person shooter that's what's the third person perspective it's a it's a it's a shooter a triple a shooting video game that has some different ideas it's yeah. not it has some different ideas before you know before modern warfare had come out before we started basically really funneling all of your shooters into one particular rubric it was it had all these different ideas for example there was a lot of jumping and verticality and but it was it was grounded jumping it wasn't like super high quake jumping it was you can jump up on top of obstacles and get vertical in levels and all of the levels were very very small and they were very focused and the objectives were really fun and there was all these experimental ways to solve almost every level and the shooting was just good the shooting was great And it just showed for a moment what the world might be like if uh, we had more Japanese AAA shooting games. Published by Sony, weirdly. I think
0: I'm now starting to unravel the idea of of this Not Everyone Likes Caveat thing. I think it was related (laughs) to you posting about this game, which I did not like the control scheme of at the time. Oh. And I still do feel like the controls are a bit stilted in a in a weird way especially for like the the side dodges and things like that which reminded me of like a piano three kind of a situation oh yeah a
3: little tiny bit
0: and interestingly a, a game that will almost certainly not show up on this list but was on mine uh extermination a lot of the things that you just praised about the game are things that I would have said about Extermination. So I probably need to go back and play Ghost in the Shell again, um, fifteen years later.
3: I think you might like it. Uh, I, I actually just true. replayed it uh, two years ago on uh, on an emulator on PC, uh, and it was uh, very, very, very fun. It does a good thing, a good job of mixing your cutscenes and your gameplay. High production value cutscenes that. Actually, feel enriching to the uh, the anime as well. So, I don't know, man. It's yeah. pretty, pretty neat.
0: My, uh, I'm filtering through my old memories of it, and I feel like it would rank higher on my list today than it would have at the time. Whereas a lot of other games would definitely rank a lot lower now than I'll tell they you what would have then. The
3: sucker. Well, yeah. I'm going to say since uh, since the shooting in it reminds me, in hindsight, of Bullet Witch, I think it deserves to be pretty high up. What's our list so far we got? Yeah,
0: Jeffy, I think you should yeah. start uh, pasting the list. Yeah, uh, okay.
2: After everyone Pull the out.
3: list down. Yeah,
0: I will. Yeah, I'll do that. I think we're right now we're Bajingai, Tulip, then. Bajingai,
3: Tulip, Dragon Quarter.
0: Dragon Quarter, uh, 10,000 yeah. Bullets. 10,000 Bullets. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>, 10, <000.
2: laughs> you know, <laughs> when, when I saw that, I, I just. I don't know. Like, I, I I thought it was a riff on the comic book 100 Bullets. Right. Yeah. Because there was also a 100 Bullets game coming out at that time. 10,000 Bullets. Yeah. believe it was a, a, a budget publisher in the UK. 10,000 Bullets is such a weird name. I kind of like yeah. it. I didn't yeah. know that it was called that. Yeah, can we just move that to number one? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not even on the list. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's put Git let's put Sack below tulip and then what?
3: Yeah, below tulip. That's good. Just okay. leave it there? Okay. Sure. Git
1: all right. Our next game on this list is Godhand.
3: Oh my god, G Hand. Okay, G-H- so both of you must have had that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I you didn't, didn't do it. Oh, interesting. Yep. Oh my I, god. I, Wait, I, well, I, why 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 did my choice get it on the list? God was Hand it...
1: was by far the most nominated game by our listeners. Oh
3: correcty.
0: Because <laughs> they listen to
1: the show. That's why yeah. right. <laughs> one
0: one of the reasons I did not put it on the list is because
3: I knew it would get on the list anyway. Oh, excellent. You were champion of the underdog. Yes. Um, What can I say about God Hand? It's uh, one of the best PS2 games. And it's one of the best games at being a PS2 game. And let me tell you why. It has some really bland graphics for, like, most of the game. Yes. <laughs> it, it has basically <laughs> non-existent level design. Uh, it uses a lot of really ugly shades of brown. I know I've just slammed the graphics twice. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember
2: the opening is like at a bar or something, right? And it's I think like, it's in you,
0: like a brown um shack. I think yeah. it's inside of a shack. But,
2: but I feel like you can just kinda like go upstairs for no reason while yeah. you frighten people. Basically yeah. non existent yes, level design. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Um it has uh apocalyptically ridiculously I'm no, again, I love the game, but it has just ridiculously bad uh voice acting and story and everything is just it yeah. makes no sense. It's very much a noise rock video game. However, and it also oh, I also should point out, it just has bad controls. Yes. Uh, well, not not all the controls are bad. The fact that you can't rotate the camera, that the right analog stick makes you dodge every time you go back to that game and try to play it again in the year twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen. It's just it takes about twenty minutes to get used to the fact that the right analog stick is for dodge. Yeah, just it all don't makes do that. sense when you play I mean, the game.
0: It, it makes sense. To to someone, you 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 know that they they had an idea and they were like, well, well, this is what we should do. Uh, it's I, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Like, where where do you decide to champion your own ideas of control schemes, and where do you uh, put it put it in the hands of the players and do what they expect? And uh, Godhand did not well I, I
3: I actually talked with Shinji Mikami about this and uh, he said he just didn't really think using the right analog stick to move the camera was something anyone actually liked was his actual answer that is that is the
0: Japan idea of that for uh, like up until 2010 <laughs> maybe even now
3: so like in in God hand the camera is like stuck to your dude's back so when you rotate it's on like a half second delay where it quickly rotates to follow you Stay tuned for my action button review of God Hand someday in the future where I will go into detail on this. And that that's another thing that makes it quintessentially a PS2 game is the fact that the camera is just like way too close and they're just it, it, it suffers from that 4.3 aspect ratio. There are a lot of PS2 games, more so than NES games or Mega Drive games, where the 4.3 aspect ratio felt like really limiting to God yeah. Hand. Yeah, it really felt like you should be able to see a whole lot more to the left and right of the character. Definitely. And the the camera movement style was, uh, unlike Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, where the character is at a certain place on the screen, but you can move the camera with the right analog stick. The fact that in God Hand, the camera follows your guys' facing direction, and you've got these horse blinders on from the TV. All of these things add up to me thinking of it as a definitive PlayStation 2 game. Sure. You know?
0: You know, it, we we should say some of the things that are good about it, like its its sense of humor with itself and the hard actionness of it. But oh, yeah. I have to say that for myself, I would almost rather play like Fighting Vipers, um, which has a similar kind of s- s- goofy aesthetic, like knock someone into the moon kind of a thing. And you can um, play
3: Fighting Vipers in Judgment by that's the right. Yuga Gotoku Studio.
0: I did Where do we it. Were we ranking it? Well, it's ahead. above
2: FF12. I think. Yeah.
0: I, th- I think it's above FF twelve and below Dragon Guard for me,
3: but I don't know if that's where it is for you, Tim. Um, ah, I gotta put it above Dragon Guard. I would because I okay. think it's. Uh, I don't know. It's it's really is just kind of a one of a kind. And yeah, well, that's true. okay, it is a one of a kind essential experience. And I said a bunch of bad stuff about it because I think I've said a l- enough good stuff about it on record. It is one of the best action games ever made, and it is. Very weird and very singular, and there's really nothing else like it. And I mean, we're we're
2: we're essentially commandeering this best PS2 games list to make a uh, most PS2 PS2 games list. Yeah, so. that's true.
3: So I'd I'd put it I'd put it up. Is it below uh, Chulip? Uh, so we've got Bujingai, Chulip, Gitzak, Dragon Quarter, Dragon Guard. Um, I guess it's I'd starting to it,
0: feel a little weird uh, with
3: Bujingai at the top. I'd put it above Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex.
0: Okay, sounds good. <sighs>
2: I love the Puching guy. Is still the best <laughs> PS2 game. Powering through. We're sure, leaving it. Yeah.
3: we're leaving it on there for a while, at least. Uh, let's. I'm, I want to see where this goes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do too. Our next game is Eco.
4: <sighs>
1: yeah.
0: So you know, mm-hmm. Eco is one of those games. Not not quite to the extent that Shadow of the Colossus is, but Eco is one of those games where time has not increased its favor for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the concept of you know I frankly I think that playing uh, Last Guardian made me like eco less <laughs> Because because I was like, come oh, on with yeah. this still, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why
2: is this still like this? Yeah. yeah.
0: Could could you just let me just let me take control of this character? Like, that's...
2: like the thi- the things that you forgave because you thought it was just a mistake of the time turned out to be the intent all along. Yeah. yeah. And, and
0: so that kind of retroactively has upset me about that game. I I love being in that world and. You know, hold, holding hands and sitting on a couch and doing all that stuff, you know. But still, input error being part of the plan. I mean, that's that's not exactly the way to to say it. But like having this character that's so floppy really detracts from it, and it, it's 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 tough for me. It's good. It's a good game. Looks good, but it just also upsets me.
2: <laughs> well, I was just gonna say that. I- I mean, it, this was on my list. I would guess also on Brandon's, maybe.
0: I I actually didn't put it on because I had this uh, brain loop before. Okay, beforehand, it's okay. only Frank's list.
2: Ah, this is my fault. So I, I I feel like I fall into this trap when I think about Eco because I think about my memory of playing it at the time as opposed to
0: how it is as a game now, which is fair, I think, too, if, for a ranking of PS2 in a way.
2: I think so. I, th- I think there's some merit to it and and for me the moment where it separates you from that other character is such a defining moment for me in, in understanding mm. the weird stuff that games can do to your brain that nothing else can do Yeah, that it's just kind of in my canon somewhere forever but I don't know if I'm ever going to play it again Not, and I don't know if anyone would necessarily even have that moment again coming in the game fresh so it's it's something that like is important to me fundamentally as, as someone who plays games, I guess, but I don't know that I would rank it very high on a list.
0: And it is it is absolutely a defining PS2 game. It's kind of hard to deny yeah. that.
3: Yeah, you can't just say it's not an important PS2 game. However, no. I can say, number one, the PS3 remaster's better. Number two, I liked it at the time. I played it, and I, I, I enjoyed it. I think the atmosphere is fantastic. I think it's It's full of feelings in a really neat way. However, today, I have no trouble admitting that I flat out just don't like it. Yeah. I just do not like it. And I mean, there are a lot of qualifiers I could put on that. So I I could just leave it at that as well. Though, in summary, I believe time has revealed the cheapness of the trick of Ego.
2: Yes, I think that's a really good way of putting it. I agree.
3: And I think it uh, and I, I actually had a little rumination on this while I was uh, i I I'm making a review of the original The Last of Us for my YouTube channel right now and it's it's eating up most of my time, so I've been thinking a lot about the games that funneled into our modern idea of a of a prestige Oscar-winning video game as a we might call it. And Eco's uh, definitely on a list that triple a game designers are like handed at the door basically <laughs> and uh, yeah. the last of us is a huge riff on eco in many ways and I mean, I, is, I, yeah. i
0: think we learned what we we learned what we could from it already mm-hmm. and and to go with like the oscar winning idea eco is all o- it's you know not not as abhorrent but it's it's almost in the um birth of a nation kind of j- Genre of <laughs> yeah. things where where it's like absolutely it did important stuff that advanced the medium, but you don't really need to watch it now in order to get the benefits of that.
3: Yeah, it's so
1: bottom of the list, I think above Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah, I put it above
3: Final Fantasy twelve just uh, yeah. because it's such an essential PS two. Yeah,
1: all right. Okay, our next game is Katamari Damacy.
3: Oh, an extremely essential PlayStation two game. Heck yeah! That- I'm surprised this wasn't on everyone's list actually. Uh, yeah. Two out of three. I think, I think it was on mine and yours, so not Tim. I didn't okay. put it on mine. No, because uh, I don't know why not.
0: Man, I just uh, I really like that game. I played it again on Switch. Yep, and still good. Still good, and and somehow still good. Somehow the fact that it's better on Switch doesn't make it less of a PS2 game. To it was me. definitely I don't
3: know why. a PS2 game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
2: it's it's almost it it almost gets a pass. Like like another game I suspect is going to be on this list where it just feels like a ps2 game even though it's been done better
0: that that game is like an entire aesthetic emerged from that game like yeah. a, kind of in a going another direction from
2: an
3: unkillable from aesthetic did like
0: uh, yeah people people just tried to find anything they could about that game to,
2: just to a, do
3: something about
2: a well, decade of igf finalists yes, i, w- I yeah, wouldn't that. say
3: that eco didn't inspire uh an aesthetic in a way uh how many video games are about a destroyed world as shorthand <laughs> for we don't want to put a whole lot of we don't have the money to put a whole lot of people in here and we need uh, we need to be able to explain the level design uh as stuff fell apart. I think Eco paved the way for a pretty big thing. That's kind of scary to think about, but yeah,
0: I think that's correct and also kind of an own.
3: uh Kanamari Damacy definitely visually I feel like it's still like a decent percentage of indie video games that i see oh yeah retweeted yeah, but it
2: didn't inspire what i would like it to have inspired which is games that take place in a world that kind of feels like ours yeah where people are just kind of doing people stuff everywhere Mm-hmm. yeah
0: another thing that did not it did not inspire enough until recently is the whimsical and irreverent dialogue like i think that Of the PS2 era, Katamari Damacy is one of the best written games that there is in terms of writing and conversation between a dialogue between characters, even though it's really just a monologue. Like, it's funnier than most games and more meaningful in some ways. Like, it's about an absentee father who's trying to, like, shape his child in his own image, but it's funny. I don't, I don't know, it's like...
3: It's pretty I, good, yeah. It's it's. I mean, I might put this at the top of the list, my own self. Meanwhile, the second one has all of those uh, jokes about how the creator doesn't want to make a sequel. Yeah. And it feels somewhat mean-spirited, and the game's not this good. Yeah, in my I opinion. agree. But uh, the first one, also, a thing the first one did that I wish more games would do is those goddarn two-stick analog uh, tank controls. Oh, heck yeah. Cyber Sled by Namco. The legacy was there. It's the legacy of CyberSled. Yeah, it's a Namco game that uses two analog sticks uh, to control a tank-style object.
0: It's also a, a really good example of a game that uses a stilted and kind of weird control scheme, but to its benefit. It's like you're controlling this big unwieldy thing. It it feels like it should be hard to control, and it's not that right. hard. It's just like it's it's like I'm doing this. I'm doing it. <laughs>
2: It's kind of like I always said the best connect game would be one where you're a ghost, kind of like in the movie Ghost, and it's kind of hard to touch things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah. I feel yeah, exactly the same with with the controls of this game. Um, I also like that the collectible system was just things that you've rolled up, and you had that whole feature where you could just look at like you know the the descriptions of all the things. It'll be like Peach, the fruit that looks like a butt, but it doesn't taste like a butt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um do we all agree that this is number one or it doesn't or are we have it? to be number
2: one. Like I, I don't think it's the best PS2 game, but yeah uh, based on this list, I mean, I think I put it above Tulip. Yeah.
3: Above I don't Chulip know, Tim, what seems doing? about right. Above Tulip.
2: So, I don't know Chulip? if it's above bujinga bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, probably that's not. Let's of...
0: put it above Chulip for now.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we'll place it for now.
0: <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay
2: Everyone's going to go play Bajingai now, and all of us are just like, Yeah, it's all right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Rules, keep it up there. I'm
1: going to give you the next two games at once.
3: Oh, but. And
1: you're going to tell me if they both deserve to be on this list and ranked individually, or if I should hot swap one out for another game on the list.
3: Okay. crikey. All right.
1: The next games are Metal Gear Solid 2 and (laughs) Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay, I think I think two was on Tim's list. Uh
2: and three was on my list and maybe Tim's
0: list. And you correctly assumed that neither
3: were on mine, yeah. Neither of them were on my list.
1: That's incorrect. Three was on your list and two was one of the most nominated games, but on none of your lists. Okay. Nice.
0: Uh I have no opinion on this. Anybody except that I don't like them very much. So anybody else want to weigh in on whether it should be both or one? First
3: of all, isn't there a uh, isn't there some sort of compilation of those games that you can get on your mod? Yeah, you should just get that instead. I That's think Metal true. Gear Solid Three Subsistence is really good. All of them
2: are way better if uh, you play them in HD because you can actually see stuff. So was the option that we could we could swap? both for a game or one of them for one of uh,
1: the options okay. you could swap one of them for a game
3: shoot uh, yeah. or so you this could is, include them this both. is my okay. fault. Okay. So I, I <laughs> would say I personally would say if it's gotta be one, it's gotta be two metal gear solid two. Even though Metal Gear Solid 3 is the game I would recommend yeah. if someone could Tim, only that, play that, one that of them.
0: that sounded like an excellent slogan, by the way. If it's, it's gotta, gotta be one, it's gotta, it's be, gotta, it's gotta, gotta be Metal
3: be. Gear Solid 2.
2: Yeah, since we're drifting this into, like, most PS2-ish games, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with two
3: also. Because I had a okay. wild time with MGS2 in my life. It was a time in my life, a wild and I, time. I, I, and the I joke- do feel like a lot of the,
2: like more interesting PS2 third-person adventure games were riffing off of MGS2.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. it was also important for insert credit. That was uh, one of those articles that that did a lot of numbers.
3: Yeah, I suppose there's that. Uh, though also, the, the, the big joke, the big trick, the big twist of Metal Gear Solid 2 is so essential to video games. The fact that there are some twists in old video games now that if you spoil, people will be like, oh, I didn't know that happens in that game everybody knows i think everybody knows the twist of metal gear solid 2 at this point the fact that they just they tricked everyone into thinking it was about one guy but really it's about the other guy to the extent
2: that they like swapped character models for the trailer which i i don't i don't know if i agree with that decision i think they could have just shown the parts with snake and left it at that
3: but it's uh it's just video game uh uh it's just video game as uh the this, this trailer as video game basically it's meta textually hilarious though also it is very dishonest and that's why kojima eventually got fired oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they they eventually some higher up was like did he really just lie to everybody about that game oh uh, sir that was uh, that was 15 years ago this is i don't a slow know I don't, burn. Care. I don't care get him out get him out of here I'm only catching up with our
2: quarterly reports from 2002.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna go back and chew some tobacco in the jacuzzi. That's what the I mean. CDR I really thing. like this game. I don't know if I would ever play
2: it again, but MGS2. I, yeah, I do like it. It, it's, it's fresh. It, yeah, and it, it's one of those games that, it, 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 all of these weird little mechanics get introduced at you constantly, and it feels natural
3: somehow. Yeah, it's very. Like, uh, very smooth.
0: It did not feel natural to me, I tell you what. That's that's why it has never been on any list for me, because uh, I I was trying to control that game, and I was like, well, if they don't want me to play it, just just let me know. Just don't make it. Just don't give it to me. I don't know. I, I, I found it very frustrating to engage hmm. with in any capacity.
1: Maybe you wouldn't like Death Stranding. <laughs> no, I think well, you'd like Death Stranding should, a lot more.
0: I've got a much higher capacity for that nowadays, I would say. Maybe I'd like MGS2 more now, or maybe not. You know what I don't like
2: about this game is that I believe that it requires you to use the pressure-sensitive buttons of the PS2.
0: Yes, it does. Oh, yeah,
2: those were were fun.
0: That was a frustrational experience for me, let me tell you. Yeah, a lot lot of uh, accidental
2: triggers there. Uh, Where are we putting it? I'm good with bottom or just below FF12. Or above, I mean.
3: I'd put it above FF12. In terms of its essentiality to the PS2 experience. is what I I would do with it.
1: Okay, Uh, then our next game is the one I hot-swapped out. This is Burnout 3 Takedown.
3: Oh, Burnout 3 Takedown. Three burn, three out. Real good game. Yeah. You know, actually, actually, Burnout 3 Takedown is the best of all the Burnout games. There was eventually a game called Burnout Paradise on the PlayStation 3. There was the game of Burnout... Burnout 4. Everybody remember Burnout Revenge? Yes. That was the game where they let you they let you body slam. Basically the number one complaint about Burnout Three, as I heard it yelled by many, many male individuals in a room, was that uh it was cheap and unfair that you couldn't slam into passenger like pedestrian traffic, that you could only body slam and knock off road uh other competitors that you couldn't just slam into oncoming traffic and knock them off the road as well and that if you hit like a car that was like a a friendly car like a non-competitor car you would instantly die it was like hitting a brick wall that was people's complaint with burnout three and that was it was a little bit my complaint as well and uh burnout four like let people just slam any car off the road they wanted to and you know what instantly it was a case of get what you wished for and it just sucks it's like who cares like i i my slamming a dude off the road doesn't feel like anything anymore so to that burnout 3 is definitely the pinnacle of the burnout series and it is the best burnout game
0: it's also kind of the one of those turning points for arcade game racing where i feel like after that I I don't know I, I don't know how to express this exact, exactly but it stopped being the same way like it there was a decline of the arcade racer after that
3: mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Namco stopped making Ridge Racer it like yeah
0: they 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 made more Ridge Racers they but had two in the pipe they stopped making
3: them yeah, they, they, <laughs> I think they had those two in the pipe is what happened not only that EA stopped making burnout games after Burnout yeah. Paradise because yep. uh, they got Criterion to go on to make Need for Speed games Right. Yeah. Which uh, I I'm not gonna lie. I like all those Need for Speed games. I think they're pretty fun. They're pretty much the uh, the the final standard bearer of the whole idea of an arcade racer on a home console. It's it's all we have left is Electronic Arts, and they release yeah. the games at 30 FPS. Uh, it's uh, pretty ridiculous. Uh, they favor resolution over frame rate. And with the driving game, you need the frame rate. Come on. So I agree. The, the fact that that. They stopped making burnout games. It's why did they do that? Were they having some sort of moms against cartoon violence? Uh, Bugs Bunny is the devil sort of moment where people getting mad that this game is promoting reckless driving. Was it? Were they afraid of controversy or something? Like what happened? Because let's face it, some of the crashes in Burnout Three are really, really scary looking. If you've ever driven a real car, you <laughs> yeah. know they're up there with a horror game,
0: right? You got to not think about it. But of course you also have to not think about getting shot in the face when you're playing all these games. So I feel like, yeah, just just keep doing it. I don't know. But this it, it's a good it's a good game and uh it, it makes me feel a sadness for there being no more like rush games that I can play or ridge racers that I can play in the in the modern era. I would like to do that. That so, Burnout Paradise Remastered runs real well
2: though. It sure it does four K
3: sixty FPS. It's smooth and nitrous. nice, but I just don't like it as much as Whoa. the the classic arcade style burnout. Where does it go on the list? Crikey, I don't know.
0: Uh above eco, is it above Dragon Guard?
3: Um, I'd put it above Dragon Guard. I think it's very essential.
0: Would you put it above Dragon's Quarter?
3: Maybe Dragon's not. Quarter? No, Dragon Quarter's gotta stay where it is. Okay. okay.
1: Uh, So we've now ranked 11 out of our 20 games and we'll do the other nine after a short
3: break after a short go pee pee break.
1: Welcome back to Insert Credit. We've got nine more games to rank in um, our PS2 killer. Oh, no. Number 12, Michigan Report from Hell. Michigan. That's on Brandon's list. That's on my list. Is it pronounced Michigan or
2: Michigan?
0: Michigan.
2: Michigan, yeah.
0: I mean, everybody knows this story. I told it enough times on here. I won't do it again, but they Tell sure do it. call it that in the United Kingdom.
3: They still call it Michigan?
0: Yeah. They're I mean, insistent on it. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell the story again really briefly. I was looking for the game in England. I was in a game, as uh, their their GameStop is called. The, I was in game and because I, I knew that they had a bunch of Japanese releases that only came out in the United K. And so I wanted to get Michigan because it's a grasshopper manufacturer game that only came out in English over mm-hmm. there. And so I was asking the, the cashier, like, hey, You have this game, Michigan. And she's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, it's on PS2. Grasshopper manufacturer made it. She's like, I think I would know if grasshopper manufacturer released a game here (laughs) in the United Kingdom. And I was like, well, here it is. It's called Michigan. And I I just like wrote it down for her. And she's like, oh, Michigan. Oh, wow. (laughs) And and I was like, well, I mean, it's Michigan. She's like, that's not how we say it here. I was like, well, it's our state. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I did buy it. I did get it. So um, anyway, that, that game, congratulations, that game is a uh, pretty stupid.
3: I don't know if stupid is the word it's I would
0: about it's a, it's, but I think it's like the progenitor of the walking simulator. Cause you are, you're a camera person and you're filming these bizarre circumstances and you can get, you have different stats for interesting stuff, sexy stuff and horrifying stuff, something like that. And it's, it's just all kinds of stupid. You can't, you're, your uh reporter can die and then you just get sent a new one.
2: <laughs> so is it I haven't played it is it Pokemon Snap but you never have to snap?
0: No, um, you do have to snap and you're in full control of your movement. Okay. So it's that, that's why it's it's more like a it's more like a firewatch in a way and you can you can't attack the enemy bad guy things that are coming to attack around Lake Michigan but you can bonk them with your shoulder. You can like lunge into things and that's how you can sort of interact with the world. But you can crawl, you can crouch, you can stand. And it's all about filming stuff from languages, languages, angles, so that you can see, like get interesting footage or get unexplainable footage. And the ending changes depending on what footage you got and what you come away with. And so it changes your story about what happened around Lake Michigan during this experience. So it's a relatively short game that you can replay multiple times. And it's kind of a horror game. And it's got a lot of stupid nonsense in it. And uh, I like it. I think it's good. It's definitely a PS2 game. You can't play it on other stuff. Mm -hmm. It might never be re-released on anything. I I talked to Suda about it for a while. He was kind of on board, but we'd need to get the source code and then remake it, which sounds like more than I want to do right now. Uh, so,
2: by so since you have to get the source code, I take it that means
0: they don't
3: have
2: the source code.
0: They do not. At, well, I wasn't clear, and they weren't clear. They would have to look for it, was the answer.
3: I wasn't clear, and they weren't clear. <laughs> that So, when people
0: ask me
2: about video game preservation, just remember this story.
3: Yes, there it is.
0: that's what it's yeah. like. Exactly yeah. like that.
3: Were we ranking um, Anyone else? Oh, I, I was just going to say that I played this game, and I think it's okay. And I think it has a lot of... Uh, a lot of, uh, what do you call it, uh, mechanical and interfacial problems that uh, keep it from being anywhere near my list of games I like. But also, I remember that it doesn't even take place in Michigan, it takes place in Chicago, right? Isn't it like Chicago, like, it's it takes place near Lake Michigan?
0: I believe it's, La- Lake Michigan is the Michigan that's being referred yeah, to. I'm not is, sure if it's Chicago, I think, but I think it's like a- It's Illinois, sort of right? Illinois suburb or something, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um,
2: I have not played it. I was interested at the time just because I enjoyed Killer Seven, but uh, I'm kind of extremely uninterested now. It's
0: it's much worse than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, my, myself, everyone will disagree with me, but I would put it ab- uh below Eco and above MGS two. That's where I would put it. <laughs>
3: Uh, I put it below MGS 2. I'd put it below MGS 2 as well. Uh, I'm sorry. MGS 2 is a uh, is legit the hilarious. No MGS 2s have it. Is, That's It's just legit hilarious. That's the consensus. So, what about Final Fantasy, though?
0: Above.
3: Oh, above, above. Final Fantasy. Okay. Again, love that Final Fantasy on the PC. Yeah. Our next a... game is Neo Contra. Oh, my God. Neo Contra? <laughs> That's on Tim's list.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's correct.
3: Do you mean the one starring Bill Riser? And uh, uh, Yagyu Jaguar. Yes. You mean that one?
0: I, this, this game, I just tried to replay it, man. It has an unforgivable problem. Uh oh. Which, yes, which is it is is a twin stick shooter without twin stick, and it is Uh not designed around that. It is designed to be a twin stick shooter and does not do it, and therefore is mechanically flawed. It has awesome, like, story stuff, and over it, Talk about games where there's just over the topness that we just accept it as for granted, like running along amid motorcycles on a raptor looking thing, and just rocketing out of. Oh wait, no, that was Shin Contra, where you rocket out of a plane, but they're riding a missile. But there's part where you ride
3: ride on top of a helicopter, running on the blades. Yeah, Uh, Neo Contra. I believe I have heard several people say that the game should be a twin stick shooter. And I sure violently disagree with that. That is absolutely wrong.
0: I just don't see how you how you can, because playing it it like the fact that you have to you can hold a button to strafe, you can hold a button to stay still mm-hmm. and shoot around, but the enemies are not beholden to these rules themselves. When are they, they, can they shoot ever, and though? move wherever they want?
3: When are enemies ever beholden to the I I just encountered this philosophical nightmare in my Final Fantasy VII review where it's like there's a core Element of the battle system is pressuring and staggering people you have played the game. You know this Why can't yeah. anybody pressure and stagger me? Why don't I have pressure and stagger gauges player and and AI controlled? computer CPU opponent are not beholden to the same mechanics or rules or Laws, no, but
0: but but in this particular case, there's so little Mechanically that happens. It's really just enemies shooting at each other that for you to be more limited than them but without level design that makes use of that or makes that interesting is is just I don't like it I I can't I can't abide by it like what what would you say is the reason that it is important that it not be a twin stick shooter
3: because it feels good the strafing ha- being on a button feels good
0: I mean you could still strafe and have that like that Xenocrisis game you can strafe and it feels real good and you can roll and and strafe and stuff and that's all that's all great but you don't need to remove twin stick to get that feeling
3: i'm all about it being on a button it feels like it feels like a stick shift video game it feels like it's complicated for a fun reason to me it
0: feels like i have i need to shoot that enemy over there that means i need to briefly walk in that direction in order to hit a button, so that then I can keep myself shooting in that direction. It it that is not a good feeling for me at all. I remember so, uh, what?
3: Yeah,
1: it just sounds like this is going to be contentious to rank.
3: I just think it's a god darn perfect video game. It's just fantastic. It just yeah. Feels... I'm
2: more interested in it than half of this list.
3: It feels good. It's got art by Jim Lee on the cover, uh, <laughs> which is a makes it uh, alongside only uh, Blackthorn uh, in terms of video game cover art history.
0: Wait, that's not true. Uh, Jim Lee also did Virtua Fighter Remix.
3: Wait, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah, Yeah. he did. Oh, okay, 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 hold on. Well, that doesn't really count because that's in an established series. I mean, him do it. Well, I guess Contra's an established series as well. (laughs) But it's new characters. There's a new new character. There's a new character in the game designed Uh by Jim Lee
0: one thing I will say in, in the game's favor is that the visual style of the cutscenes is definitely something that I didn't think was ahead of its time at the time, but I do now. Like the, the graphical style is much, it holds up way better than most PS2 kind of graphical styles because it's, it's like a little bit of a cartoon only
3: it works pretty well. I just remember there being a lot of uh, all of the mainstream reviews for whatever reason I would dare care about uh, mainstream reviews. They were all like, oh, Contra has beefs it again. They ruined Contra. The Contra games have sucked. And it's like they they lumped it in with the PS1 Contras, you know, which were yeah. interesting. The PS1 Contras were interesting, but they this one, Neo Contra, is actually made by Nobuya Nakazato. It's actually made in Japan by the creators of Contra, it's of the lineage of so, so Shin Contra, right? Soldier. What? Yeah. Yeah, Shadow yeah. Soldier, Shin Contra's also, they're all of the lineage, so I think there's so that. So for
2: me on the list, it's somewhere around that Git-Sack.
3: Around Git-Sack? Yeah, would, that sounds fair.
0: For, for me, it's so much lower than that. Be, it precisely because it has so much potential and is very upsetting to me in the way that it plays, because I really don't think that that control scheme... It feels to me like another. I really didn't think people would like to do that kind of a decision with the like a Twin Stick. So for me, it's it's gotta be it's gotta be lower.
3: Sounds like, like you need to just too. learn how to play it hot. Is all I don't know. You just need to know. learn how to play it hot. Twin Stick sucks in Can every we, in uh, every game. Between Drak Two and Burnout Three. Between Dragon Quarter and Burnout Three. No, Dragon Guard uh, Two and Burnout Three. Uh, Dragon Guard Two. Yeah. You can put it there. Uh, I don't know. I guess so. You can put it. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Put it above eco. That's uh, uh, as long as it's above eco. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm putting that's it fine.
1: above eco. Though. Heck right. yeah. Our next game on this list is one of my personal favorites: Outrun 2006, Coast to Coast.
3: Oh heck yeah! Oh, that's flat out nonsense, because. Uh, that's based on an arcade game called Outrun 2. Yeah, but it's got a lot of new stuff in it. And I feel like the arcade game is the quintessential experience, and I feel like the better version of Outrun 2 is Outrun Online Arcade for the Xbox 360.
0: That's this is also- true. I guess that's fair. Um, Outrun 2006 definitely does improve upon Outrun 2 in terms of... Uh, general playability and features with the heart attack mode and all that cool stuff in the f- fun unlockables and, and, and whatever. But fun lockables. Fun lockables, but I will concede that it is indeed supplanted by itself with later versions. I think so. OutRun
3: Online Arcade for the 360 is uh, is a great game to celebrate, given that you can't get it anymore, and if you yes. have it you still it's- have it. I, I what an actually, It's the reason I kept an Xbox 360.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't have
3: it anymore, which is uh, just about the worst. It's got Afterburner yeah. Climax and Outrun on there. Why couldn't you we get Afterburner Climax on the PS2? Huh? You got rid of that 360, right? Does do you still have it? Um, I sort of, I, I do still have it. Yeah. Are you have access to it? Yeah, I, I, I would have to do some stuff. Maybe it, we should I, uh,
0: move that access over to my house. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just because you want that sweet outrun and Afterburner. Uh, yes. to admit I really uh I like those two games and I like them both on that Xbox. They're sixty FPS as heck, man. I'll
0: give you a crisp fifty dollar bill.
3: What's what's going on with Sega? Why can't they just put those on everything now? I know the Ferrari thing. There's like Ferrari licensing. Who cares? Yeah.
0: But what's wrong with Afterburner? Like, why not, why can't they put that one out?
3: I there? don't know. Maybe Did they it's get like, the uh,
0: Lockheed Martin license or something. Yeah, those those two games are so
2: good.
3: The fact, you know, if they had the source code, they could remove stuff like that <laughs> trivially. <laughs> you remove the Ferrari logo, change the yeah, change the cars a little bit. Man, so I think it's real cool on the on the PlayStation Two, but also yeah. it's on the Xbox as well, and I think the Xbox version is better because it feels good to control it with the Duke. I think it's a real Dukeable game. I guess that's true.
0: Well, where would we put it on this list? I mean, obviously, I, I just want to say for a second why it should be on the list at all. Which well, let's is that do it. great, great drifting, quintessential arcade racing game? It really feels like you're doing something and you're in a place. And for a PS2 game, it looks really fantastic. Like they really baked a bunch of cool shaders on there that didn't actually exist. They just have like tec- shiny textures that move back and forth and make you feel like. They, they got more in there than they, than they actually that did. That is it's true. Like, uh, it's a lovely game, and it also taught me a lot about track design, because when I talked to Sumo Digital, who did the port of uh, the guys. original OutRun 2, and then did the expansion, OutRun 2006, Coast to Coast themselves, there they are really only three uh, degrees of track angle in that entire game, even though it feels like there's all the kinds of variety.
3: There's really only three degrees of of turn that you have to make which is pretty cool it's a simple tasty game and uh i guess uh i'm thinking about it and the ps2 version is one that you can buy yeah. you can get on ebay and just buy it whereas you can't possibly do that with the xbox one unless you buy an xbox that has it pre-installed on it yeah um,
1: the best accessible version of the game
3: well you can also buy the, the well the, you buy the xbox one though yeah you can buy the regular xbox version Yeah, Yeah, true. I mean, we're never going to do an Xbox list here. Let's face it, because who cares, (laughs) right?
2: Yeah. outrun. So I I can't, ranking-wise, I can't convince myself that it's more PS2 than Eco. Mm. I agree
3: with
0: you. Um, Maybe it goes above Michigan.
3: Okay. Yeah, I would put it above Michigan.
1: All right. Michigan. That's named
3: after the state or the lake. That's a joke. Good question. Uh, I also want to just say real quick that uh, I'm doing this video project over at Action Button YouTube com slash Action Button. We now have a custom URL. I'm saying we, even though it's still just me, but it will be it will be more than me soon. We, myself, and I. Uh, we, myself, and why? Uh, why? Why God? Why? And uh, Outrun Two is one of the games that I will be doing a ridiculous two hour long review of. So look forward. I to I look that. forward to it. That will yeah. be one. That will be a very fun one to do, given how probably my favorite driving game.
1: Yeah, uh, an, love
3: the video game was the original action button yeah. uh, bottom line.
1: Our next game is PsyOps Oh
3: my god. The Mindgate Conspiracy. Oh that game's incredible who put that on? Uh you did Oh, oh yeah that's true <laughs> When you said Psy
2: I was really hoping that the uh, listeners of this show banded together to try to force sigh girls on us. Oh, <laughs> girls. oh man,
3: I own that one. Sci- well, I guess with the the secret is spoiled because the uh, ops comes after alphabetical order. So yeah, I love psyops. Who's who here's played psyops? Who's played I've it?
0: Played it a bit.
3: It's also on the Xbox. So, yeah. uh, but, uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, the PS2 was the, the lead version of it. It's the, the better old version.
0: mind gate conspiracy. I guess the thing with PsyOps was that it felt like the next step modernization of the third person action game. Yeah. I, I do think that, you know, it, it was sort of like the tip of the spear for the future for the 360 era, which, yeah. which, which did it better than PsyOps did, I guess.
3: I feel like it's close to Ghost in the Shell standalone complex in terms of what I think is good about it, which is that it introduced a bunch of ideas that were, the, the that, that the video game designosphere was like fertile for ideas at that time, and then eventually it became uh, more inflexible as the prestige games became a thing. I feel like it was, uh, I mean, I just gotta shout out Midway, who developed that game, because, uh, I ended up meeting many people who worked on it. Our, our buddy Dave Lang, uh, he yeah. was there at that time. A whole bunch of cool dudes were on that, and they eventually went on to work on John Woo's Stranglehold, games like Vin Diesel's Wheelman, Spy Hunter starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. All of these games that, thanks to Hollywood connections of some sort, they were able to experiment in weird ways with the the idea of a AAA game that ultimately... Did not financially succeed enough to keep their company around forever. But yeah. uh, I look back on all four of those games I just listed very fondly. And Psyops is the one that is not attached to any sort of property or, yeah, that's or the actor. Original one. Except for, uh, unless you count Shinkiro, the artist who did the front cover, which I know uh, I know you guys are chill with Shinkiro. I like that uh, guy. Uh, I mean, especially given his contributions to the Samurai Showdown franchise.
0: S and K.
3: Yeah, Shinkiro rules, Um, and his box art for PSYOPs is, is really awesome, and it was published by Capcom in Japan. So I, wanna, I, I just learned a couple
2: things while I was on mute oh. about PSYOPs oh, that I, I thought were pretty cool. First of all, there was a Windows version at the time. Mm-hmm. Second... There are still dedicated people uh, making sure you could run this game on Windows with the, the widescreen support and all that. Uh-huh. Um, and third is that Midway actually released the PC version as freeware at the time. So it is still hosted for free and, in fact, linked from its own Wikipedia page as a free download. Well, I'm going to go Ooh, ahead cool. and say
3: one thing to that is daddy's going to get it. But that, doesn't, <laughs> that does not stop me from considering it a quintessential PS2 game. You know why? I'm okay with it. You know why? Because but- I own... Only twenty-four video games, and it is one of them. A Japanese copy of PsyOps is in the small box of physical video games that I own, so that's got to mean something, right? Where yeah. does it go on S- the
0: list? PsyOps is good, but I would, and I would say it has. It, it is kind of one more one of those paved the way. I mean, it's it's good, but like ultimately, it, it was more paving the way for the future in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know what that means for this list, but I, mean, uh, I still like
3: it though. Is the thing sure? Where where would we put it? I would put it somewhere near. I was going to say put it somewhere near Berserk, which uh, I didn't <laughs> put on my list. Uh, which is not on the list.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I didn't dare Berserk put on it on here. my
3: list because I, about uh, it. I like it too much. I, I
2: I will say that so far this is the one where I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll play that. Yeah, you get it. Get that we Get about that it. Windows version, dude.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. Um, and just, just taste the possibilities when you play it. It's it's a lovely little game.
0: It, I could put it below
3: or above Burnout 3 is sort of where I am. Below or above. Below or above. Love the idea of putting it above Burnout 3.
2: I do too. I'm okay. way more interested in it.
1: You know, <laughs> yeah. but,
3: Let's do it. Yeah! Because okay. now now we're getting to the real big daddy, I believe. Our next game is
1: R-Type Final.
3: Oh, oh R-Type yeah. Final. Uh, very good video game. That's on my list. However, there's now an R-Type Final 2, so...
0: Yeah, but we don't know... Well, first of all, <laughs> there isn't now it's yet. It's not yet, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely... For those who don't know, this, this was like when Irem thought, well, we're never going to be able to make another one of these. So we're yeah. going to put every ship in here that's ever been in any Irem game. I mean, any uh, R-Type game. We're going to put them all in here. We're going to make a bunch of levels. And you're basically going to have to keep grinding through these levels, keep getting better in order to get these better ships or worse ships. Sometimes you just unlock a ship and it's terrible because it's some little dinky thing that they did for the game gear port. There wasn't a game gear port, but um, that the equivalent of that as a shooting game, as a horizontal scrolling shooting game, I think it's near the pinnacle in terms of like difficulty is just on the edge of doable for a human but it teaches you to get better which a lot of those prior r-type games they were just like did you lose your power-ups that's the end of you you may as well start you are talking
3: about gradius there (laughs) yeah yeah Gradius. so so when i when i try to if i were if i there's like haunted house doors the doors in my house are very loud uh, when the weather starts to get hot another thing to add to the character of this apartment um that's why it sounds like Halloween. a Halloween sound effects cassette tape is playing on maximum volume on a, on a, on a rocking chair sitting in front of my door. Um, that's, it's often that's why, said that
1: Tim's apartment is the fourth
3: panel. That's why it might sound like that. Um, so I'm going to say that I would go ahead and put R-Type Final up on top uh, of our list so far. Uh, this, I don't know if that's a surprise to anyone. If I were a teacher teaching a class about video games, I would devote uh, several lessons to R-Type in general. Yeah, there you know, is a lot to learn R-Type about Final.
0: R-Type Final and a lot to learn about R-Type Final by playing other R-Types and seeing how oh, yeah. this game thought about those things that were in those games and was like, we could do this better or differently or other ways that will be interesting to everybody, basically. like any Anybody who likes that genre is going to have something because I, I believe
3: about. we're about to uh, also get into a couple more games uh that will allow us to continue the conversation on the on the thread that I was about to continue it on but we can go to the next game uh I don't know would you put it where would you put it Brandon
0: yeah I probably would put it up on
3: top yeah I think uh I think Dang. it's an incredible video game and it's very good
0: it's got a lot of a lot of purity in it and a lot of nonsense at the same time and uh, you kind of can't beat that especially on the ps2
1: yeah. Frank would you agree with that?
0: uh sure why not
2: okay. Excellent.
1: <laughs> all R- right our type final finally deceits Bujin guy sorry guys. Guys. had a
3: really good run <laughs> sorry, <laughs> kamui gakuto, as his full legal name is kamui gakuto he,
0: he listens to the show by the way
3: yeah he's a i follow him on instagram so that means he follows me right Friend yep. of the show all right our next game is raw danger Raw Danger, number one. Let me continue the thread that I was speaking of. Uh, Kazuma, Kujo, uh, Kazuma Kujo. Raw Danger. now CEO of GrandZella Games. I'm going to go ahead and call him man of the PS2. That's what I'm going to say right now. He's man of the PS2. Can anybody disagree with that? Like He's d- sure. designer, director of R-Type Final, uh, Raw Danger. And uh, uh, another game that I hope to God is on the... I will scream if it's not on this list. Uh, SteamBot Chronicles. Oh um,
0: man, we're we're gonna have an argument about SteamBot.
3: Steambot Chronicles, R Type Final, Raw Danger. What a goddarn trilogy right there. Raw
1: Danger is one of the four games that were on two of your lists. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent.
3: And and everyone
0: has told me that it should have also been on my list. Yeah. <laughs> that I just have you, have I you only never played, played the it? first one.
3: No. Uh, if you I like didn't... disaster report, it's very much like that.
0: Well, I know. I know uh, it's, and, it's and disaster you be report two.
3: Whatever. Zettai Zetsume Toshi 2, as it's called in Japan. Zetumai
0: Zetsume Toshi.
3: It is a just crushingly good video game, Raw Danger. If anyone hasn't ever heard of Raw Danger, because I know that I feel like I've talked about it in a million different places, and it is also one of the games that I will review for the uh action button project. It's w- it's it's
2: it's for me it's like Mother Three in that I can Hardly articulate why it's good. It's like you turn it on and it's just, it just goes right inside you. It
3: it does so, so many extremely smart narrative design things outside yeah. of the, uh, what what you might have heard, what everyone might have heard is that there's seven protagonists and you can play through the game seven different ways and uh, the way, like the choices you make on one playthrough affect the the world state of the next playthrough that you play. Though there's there's on a that like on the macro level, all that stuff's incredible. However, there's just so many little micro things that are mind-blowingly nailed in the game. That just uh it's it's to a point where the more I look at other video games and the more I, I critically I just spent uh like twelve hours over the last two days crunching numbers on The Last of Us, breaking out everything into little percentages so that I can make these pie charts. Speaking of which, if anybody knows an app for making pie charts, and you're listening to this, it's it's too late to help me now because I made them the hard way, but uh I really would like to make nice-looking pie charts easily. Um every, just the more I I look at other video games, the more I think about Raw Danger and I'm like, "Wow, it did everything extremely well in like a really weird way." So, though I haven't really played
0: this one and I did play um the first one uh these games you really feel that they came from a perspective Mm -hmm. but without that perspective being forced upon you if you know what i mean it's not like yes not like a david cage perspective it's just like someone made this but they made it for me they didn't make it for for them like they they you you feel you feel the the hand of the craft but it's not trying to force you into something.
3: I feel like you've got your uh, you've got your prestige game in there. You've got your Yakuza. You've got your David Cage. I think it's all encapsulated in the most perfect form ever in those first two Zetetsu Metoshi games. Uh, Raw Danger more than most. Raw Danger takes place on Christmas at a Christmas party during a flood in a, in an experimental building on a man made island. Right. right ultimate christmas game it's the ultimate christmas game it's it is it's, i mean for better or for worse it's the diehard of video games it's uh, it does some really neat stuff with graphics not very well optimized uh it does have some frame rate problems but who cares <laughs> i would i would love to see them uh remake it i know grandzella has the rights to it now and they also have the rights to r type grandzella Kujo's company uh I, would, I mean who knows Una. There's a. Uh, I mean, we haven't even mentioned if people are just completely
2: new to this. The the heart and the humor.
3: It's uh, hilarious. Of the
2: games. It is a genuinely funny game, and and there are genuinely, I feel, heartfelt interactions between the characters. Mm-hmm. The relationship between the taxi driver and the journalist in that whatever that chapter is is one of my favorite relationships in a game. Is completely non romantic. Yeah. When I say relationship between a man and a woman. Uh, which it might be the only non-romantic relationship in a video game between a man and a woman. Well, unless you count The Last um,
3: of Us, uh, which is da- oh, Daddy sure, and Dog. <laughs> She's like, not a woman. The only, the only non-romantic, non-dad, uh, oh man, and woman. Okay, well, I don't know. I I don't know. I have some I have some thoughts about The Last <laughs> of Us uh, that are pretty pretty deep these days. I'll save them for my video. We don't need to talk about those. There.
2: It's it's got an appropriate level of. Flunkiness to mm-hmm. it that that also adds to its charm. Have you played it in English, Tim?
3: I played a little bit of it in English. I would like to play the whole thing in English at some point.
2: So the the dub is you know kind of bad at times, and I like it for that reason.
3: It's it's hilarious. I I yeah. I, I was charmed. Isn't by that it. where you can
0: stay here and do filing comes from? Or is that something do else? filing? <laughs> I don't know that one. Uh, that sounds
3: good though. It uh,
1: good. Is this our new number one?
3: I want I want to yeah. say it's number one. Yeah. I would okay. call it number one. Oh, I would definitely our, number one that one.
1: Our next game wasn't on any of your lists. Uh-oh. It's Shin Megami Tensei
3: Three Nocturne. Oh, uh, that game is excellent. I tried to put it on my list
0: um, this morning.
3: I, so. didn't, I didn't put it on there, and I, I don't know why. Uh, I, I my, my list was uh, written very quickly, and it contained a bunch of games that I, I thought were dumb that were not good enough to put on the list so yeah
0: nocturne is is like with with these shin megami tensei games especially with the persona series i would say because they're the limpest it's all about the vibe and whether you like that vibe and whether that vibe is interesting enough to you because Mm -hmm. they're all they're not all the same but they all have like a very similar core to them and i would say that nocturne is one of the best vibes in that entire series it really has this kind of the graphics are amazing it it's got a really good style that i don't know it's it's much more stylish than recent personas i would say mm-hmm. and you're in this place that gives you a feeling of foreboding and dread but all of the demons that you're fighting against are all also basically characters you can talk to and you can just walk up to a bunch of them and be and they'll be like that other demon stole my lunch money or whatever stupid thing. Love that and, stuff. Uh, it's great. It's really difficult, but I feel like it's better, better difficult than than floppy like Persona Five.
3: So you know, I think it's very good. I would say you want to know why it's. I don't know why it's not on my list, uh, but uh, I'm I'm comfortable putting it at number three on our list right now. But I would say here's what I'm going to say. Maybe this is why it wasn't on my list. Is because. Why can't they just put that on my Nintendo Switch? <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. why. Put it on my Nintendo Switch you fools. If you're listening you cowards. Put it on my Nintendo Switch and also uh announce something about Shin Megami Tensei 5.
0: I do like to play Shin Megami Tensei 4 more. But I like to look at and hang out in Nocturne. More, I just played so.
3: through almost all of uh, Shin Megami Tensei 1. Uh, earlier this or like late last year, uh, had a really good time with it.
0: I was trying to do that on the PC Engine version. That's a oh yeah, that's a weird version, but I was enjoying it. Love that game. Well, Strange, Frank, have you played this one? I have not. I think you might find it interesting in that it feels it doesn't feel old at all. It, okay, it and you're saying
2: it's good. It's it, it's a it's a hangout game.
0: It's a, it's a hangout game, but a difficult hangout game, um, okay. but not in a way that's unfair. And it, it's like, I don't know, it's really, so many of these PS2 games just like they're kind of trying an idea, but they feel too modern to excuse it. And this game, you start it up and you're like, yeah, I'll play the rest of this. That's fine. Um, it's it just, it is so not old.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well that's that's kind of that been abilities. the whole Shin Megami Tensei mission statement is just to make games that kind of feel very uh coherent with with themselves, internally consistent. You yeah,
0: know? it feels like it will always feel contemporary.
2: Can I walk through it without doing a bunch of work on the side?
0: Um, well you don't yeah, you don't need to like refer to an FAQ or anything. What you might need to do is uh find out how to save a lot but that's okay. that's about it like other, otherwise like you will die but then you'll just have to you'll have a better idea of how to not die the next time it okay.
1: works uh tim suggested putting this at number three but uh do you guys agree with that
3: i think under raw danger and r type final
1: yeah
0: yeah
3: okay, okay. Or do you want to put it under bujin guy do you want to
0: I, you know, I've been I've been wrestling with that one throughout the entire conversation. Whether I would put it below Bujinga, I think, I think it should be above Bujinga. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna concede. Oh, Bujinga is just like falling fast.
1: Yeah, it's it's taking <laughs> I'm, some I'm hits. Really, I hope it stays top five. <laughs> yeah, <we'll laughs> Me see too.
3: What, we'll see what we can we'll
1: do. We'll find out. We got two more games to go through. Number nineteen is Silent Hill two. Ah uh, heck. Ooh. I mean, that's a good one. It's a good Silent Hill. It's I mean, it's
2: my favorite of them. It's, you know, of of the 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 walking around uh horror psychological horror kind yeah, of. Can game. I just say I think
3: it's the Silent Hill? I've played a little bit of yeah. all of them and that's the only one I played all of.
0: You know, for me
3: Uh-oh. coming back
0: to it in this time, I actually think Silent Hill one is the Silent Hill for me because Well,
3: I did play most of that one, so same.
0: Somehow the the ambiguousness of the visuals gives me a more somehow a a, not exactly greater a a more acceptable level of dread (laughs) it's it's more enjoyable to play through um but silent hill 3 silent hill 2 is is more uncomfortable for me to play through and so maybe that's better i just
2: played through it again I, i think last year um the pc version and actually if anyone's interested in playing this game uh there is a PC restoration project uh that is fantastic uh where they take things like figure out which version had the best encoded cutscenes and make sure that works and stuff like that like fix bugs that were in the game play it that way but it still feels to me like a PS2 game even when I'm playing it on
0: PC well yeah i mean if you have if you've all seen that digital foundry video where they just go through all the versions Silent Hill 2 greatest hits PS2 version that that is Still the ultimate ver- like if you want to have everything that the game had to offer in one spot, that's what it is. I think it might be
2: my favorite sound design. Mm.
0: The sound design is really excellent. That Yamaoka. He uh top
3: of his game right there.
0: Absolutely. And in in a way, he did it too well because he 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 inspired so many people that have then tried to kind of his ideas and it almost feels it can almost feel tiresome to listen to his style again because it, it was so perfect <laughs> if you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah I
2: mean we were talking about what the best sound design is and I don't even think we touched on my favorite parts of his design which is that he's making sounds that don't exist
0: yeah right yeah it's all it's all like you you can immediately call to mind the soundscape of one of these games like it, yeah you you know what it sounds like if it's, there's like one. a sound
2: palette to it to this game that yeah i don't even know how to describe yeah
0: yeah and uh you know good game so what the heck everybody knows it where do we put it
1: i'll say this was the last of the four games which appear on multiple panelists lists this was on both frank and brandon's list
2: nice. yeah that would have been my excellent guess. Yeah. um where does it rank okay let's see where does it Let's rank? Uh, I think I'm kind of I'm kind of like hovering around Katamari.
0: Yeah.
3: Somewhere around there. Um
0: Boy, that's a that's a weird couple of games to put up against each other. <laughs> you <Yeah.
3: laughs> Katamari, Chulip, God Hand. So, it shows the range yeah. of the PS2 right there, I guess.
2: Okay, well, okay. Where where does it rank compared to Ghost in the Shell? Above. Yeah, I'd put it over okay. Gitsack. Sack.
0: I'd put it above uh, God Hand also. Me too. Um and it's, it's, not e- bar. it's easier to play through than tulip. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if that
2: counts. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good with between Katamari
0: and tulip. Tim, what do you think? You want to put it above tulip? Okay above tulip, Chul- above or below tulip is where I'm waffling now.
2: That's where. Okay. I think so. I I lean above tulip. Put it on above tulip.
1: Okay. So it
3: shall. Even be. though tulips real
1: good. We got one game left to discuss. Just oh, one. Heck. Just one.
3: That was my joke.
1: And that game is SteamBot Chronicles. Oh, uh, baby! Hey.
3: Happy days are here. I was I was starting to get mad that it. I was thinking maybe it's not on here. And Brandon says some smack talk words about it. What's your problem with SteamBot Chronicles, you freak?
0: More like SteamBot <laughs> Chronicles. Wait, okay, what, what, uh, what's wrong Steam with it? Comicals. Um so Did you know what, that according
3: what? to the back of the box, it's... If Hayao Miyazaki made a, a sandbox game, this would be it. And did you know that uh, they asked if they could use my quote when I called it the game of the year at nextgen, uh, at next Gen, and apparently, I did not I, know I, I,
2: Excuse me, it was uh, .biz.
3: Nextgen.biz. <laughs> next Former, uh, our, our buddy Chris Graft was an editor there. Colin Campbell, editor-in-chief. They asked to use the quote, and I, I I I forwarded them along to Colin Campbell, and I think Colin Campbell nixed the idea of them using my quote on the front of the box. So because you weren't an employee, it ended up being a hardcore gamer 101 or whatever was the uh, was the quote on the box. One of my biggest regrets: I almost had my name on the box of Steambot Chronicles. It was, I mean, th- I think this is the first time I've ever told this story uh, publicly within it there was just it it, it the, the quest stood on the edge of a knife you know and uh i lost it i lost it i almost had my name on the box from one of my favorite video games it turns out 14 years later still one of my favorite video games of all time god darn it what a regret anyway i would put it up at number 2
0: well i have the <laughs> uh i have the harmonica
3: oh the harmonica that
0: they gave away at e3 um or was it tgs i don't remember but I got that little harmonica um that goes with that game that was a little a little gifto. Mm. It's a little rusty now. But my problem with the game is What's your problem? Uh, with you the you will perhaps not be surprised is the way it controls. Ah. I do not do not like moving around. Do not like moving around in that game at all. And uh I do not like accidentally getting out of my mech or not being able to get into my mech or getting out of my mech in such a, in such a place that I am trapped. Um, (laughs) you know, there's a, there's just a lot of, it doesn't feel good to me. I like the world of it. I like the idea of how Mm -hmm. they're trying to build that world, but I just don't like
3: playing it. I think, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand thinking the, the controls are bad. Uh, I think, I think the game is, uh, the game's a little bit bigger than itself. You know what I mean? I think it's got some problems. I think it has a... I wouldn't I yes. wouldn't. I wouldn't vocalize it as the controls being quote-unquote bad. Sure, it's, it's it a little over too much
0: I wouldn't say... I didn't say bad. Yeah. I, they,
3: they're, a, they're a challenge for me in a way that I do not appreciate being challenged. So I'm going to go ahead and say that playing any PS2 game on a PS2 controller for me is hard because I just don't like that controller. I mean, I maybe sort of liked it at the time. Don't like it anymore. Would rather play any PS2 game with a modern controller. And I'm thinking of SteamBot Chronicles, and I'm remembering playing it with a PS2. It's been a long time since I played it with a PlayStation 2 controller. I, I primarily play it in emulators these days. It's a bit of a claw hand situation. Yeah, it's it's got a bunch of problems. Uh, uh, whatever. It was just bigger than itself. It had ideas bigger than... I. It was made at the same time as Raw Danger. By the same people. That's mind-blowing. Come on, right? I mean, that's just weird, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. So there's that. And it's it's just this huge, massive, open-world Mega Man Legends-like RPG-like Grand Theft Auto 3-like game with all this weird geometry playgrounds to it. Uh, you You have combat off of your mech, combat on your mech. You can play a harmonica in town for money. You can build a band and play these weird little let's let's be honest, hyper stilted, bizarre rhythm games to yeah. busk for money. There's just so much. There's just so much heart to it, and just right down to the the encounter of the the the, the like the geometry of the encounters when you're like the, you're fighting like a giant robot. and You've got to like jump your robot onto the robot. The way they set up all of this. Uh, I mean, okay, so it's got twin stick controls for the, uh, not twin stick, tank controls. Not what everybody thinks of when they say tank controls. You're talking about car controls when you say tank controls most of the time. Uh, Resident Evil, that's car controls, not tank controls. It's got the twin stick tank controls where press both sticks up to go forward, right? So it's got that. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're rotating. It's Kanamari controls. It's got all that. It has the customizable mix. It just has so many systems that are just put in there for fun. Does that make sense? Well, I
0: think that's that's kind of my problem with it, which ultimately sort of makes it a very PS2 game, but it it, it does feel like a lot of the stuff was just kind of put in there, and if the, if it had been made like five years later, it would have been yeah, a much but- better video game if more of that stuff had
3: already been done. It also wouldn't have completely destroyed them financially to make it at the <laughs> same time as some other yeah. stuff. Um there there's a whole lot but the fact that they made it just to make it just to get it made it just it was a game that had to be made a game that poisoned its own sequel because they just couldn't they they couldn't develop the sequel cuz oh man yeah they they could have waited they could have waited and eventually yeah. we would have had a PS3 I have, an, I have an
2: interesting little uh little uh fact Let's hear it here give me that the US version of the game not one copy of it on eBay right now wild well,
0: absolutely wild. It is pretty pricey these days to, to it, it is on my wall here.
2: It's a hundred plus dollar game. Yeah. Honestly, in, in the completed auctions, but there are no live there's no live way to buy this game on eBay
0: right now. It's because they knew we were going to talk about it today. Right.
2: We're, so. we're
1: totally raising the price of Bujingai right now. Oh,
0: yeah. It's going to go up from 10 bucks to 12. Uh,
1: speaking of which, where are we going to place this last game on our list?
3: SteamBot Chronicles, or do you mean Ponkotsu Roman Daikatsugeki Bumpy Toroto? As <laughs> I mean SteamBot Chronicles. I'm not writing that out. Ponkotsu Roman... Man, the name... Oh, God, the name! I know, it's a good name. The name is great! The Japanese name is hilarious! Bumpy Trot. Ponkotsu Roman Daikatsugeki Bumpy Trot. The genre <laughs> yeah. is Ponkotsu Roman Daikatsugeki. So, wonderful. Tim, you're
0: not gonna agree with this, but I would put it below Tulip is where I would put it.
3: That's that's way too low, because I would put it at number two under raw danger.
2: <laughs> well, okay, I so where's the middle ground? Because for me, um, I'm now very interested, so I think that that weighs it.
4: <clears throat>
0: well, so th- I placed it above the middle of the pack is where I did it. Um,
2: but we're between number, we're between, uh, so putting it just below. Uh, so I should
3: have put it, it lower, and is, then I could have gotten it exactly where I want I would it. put it right below Raw <laughs> Danger. But if you want to say right below Raw R-Type, that's pretty good too. Um, I
2: mean, I'm more interested in it than Bujingai.
1: God darn it! <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we put it above Bujingai, it's... Bujingai is still in the top five, so... Yeah. yeah.
0: But, you know, I I don't think it's better than Katamari myself.
1: Yeah, um... I
2: think it's a, a I'm, I'm having a hard time with it's that, also. Than Katamari, uh, so it might be between Katamari and Silent Hill 2 if I'm the deciding. Just factor. Just move Katamari up, and then. <laughs> <laughs> what well, you want to switch Katamari and Bujinga? I don't think that's against the rules. No, you it's not can against do that.
3: Going to knock Bujinga out of the top five, though. Uh, <clears throat> what I would
0: do is I would, I, if we wanted to do that, is uh, put Katamari at number four, bujinga at number five, and then Bumpy Trot could be number six. <laughs>
3: I'm great with that. I don't I like, like that too. I don't like it, but whatever. That's not that's not right. I think Brandon is dismissing Bumpy Trot for uh what do you call it, unreasonable reasons. And I also think Frank, if you like raw danger, you're gonna love Bumpy Trot. I know. That's what
0: Okay, yeah, well That's what's going on here. Fine. Let let's we can we can put it So one, can we put it above Bujingai? Put it above Bujingai Oh uh, Bujingai out of the uh,
3: top five though? Yeah. yeah. Yeah
0: That's the problem. That's the price
3: him. So- we could switch Nocturne and Bajingai, right? around.
0: <laughs> yeah, we could do that. We could do that. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's getting it's getting weird here.
3: And then yeah, then put Bumpy Trot over Bajingai, and then Bumpy Trot's number three where <laughs> it belongs to me. I,
0: I think uh I think we could have if we can get Bumpy Trot at number four and Bajingai at number five.
3: And then Nocturne at number six, and Katamari Nocturne at number six, Katamari at number seven. I guess nocturne over Katamari feels right.
1: Yeah, Bumby Trap Bujingai Nocturne Katamari.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna take it. out. I was really hoping we would get Kazumakujo sweeping the top three, but the top five is pretty good.
1: Yeah, I can yeah. tell. Top five. Okay. I can tell also. And that is our list finalized. Uh, I'm gonna read it out, but we'll also be posting the whole thing on forums.insertcredit.com.
2: Uh, number. Uh, I have I have a suggestion yes. I don't know if this is possible Ooh. Should we do a lightning round Of the uh, maybe next five <laughs> um, User submitted ones Just to see if we want to swap
1: Oh let me see Yeah that sounds like an interesting idea
2: We should establish the rules here right So are we We can just place these anywhere on the list And push things out from the bottom Because we're doing a top 20
3: right mm-hmm. That's right
1: Yeah but we okay. all have to agree Yeah Okay yeah, it's gotta be three. Uh, it's We're going to do be- that
3: got to be a triumvirate.
1: Alright, yeah. our first game is Guard 1. Nah. Nah. We got Pass. two on there. Pass. Pass.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Our next game is... Ape Escape 3. Oh! oh! good one.
3: God, one of my favorite games of all time.
1: Ape Escape 3 is pretty good. That's
0: uh, probably... I don't think Kojima Kojima even worked on that one, but it's probably my favorite Kojima
3: game. This guy. Well no, he worked <laughs> on the he worked on the uh the Metal Gear Solid mode. He did. He wrote the story. Oh for he it. did, right, yeah. right, right. Good game, dude. You, you wanna
0: put make it, it off? Off? there put it there instead of uh, Final Fantasy Twelve? Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Good. Boot Final Fantasy Twelve off. Ape okay. Escape three. It's good. Next one. Next game is Kenobi. Shinobi, the PS2 Shinobi, is a very good game, but I feel like Bujin has got that category yeah. covered. Agreed. And also, it's yep. a funnier choice to say Bujin guy at the exclusion <laughs> yeah. of Shinobi. The uh,
1: next game is Yakuza 2.
3: Uh, Kiwami 2 is better. Agreed. Uh, they trimmed the fat. it's oh, much better.
1: And they expanded
3: some of the meat. Yeah, Trim the fat, expand and the meat. And the
1: next rank is a 14-way tie, so I think we should
3: call it here. Oh, crikey. Well, can I just name my two honorable mentions that I would like to name? Uh, I'm very, very sad that Jack 2 is not on this list because I think it's the most...
1: Nobody nominated Jack 2. I I got nominations for... uh, Other than you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got nominations for Jack and Daxter and Jack 3, but nobody seconded Jack 2. I feel like you should have...
0: Tim, that's my fault because I didn't put a... That was one of the... I won't put this on the list
3: because everyone else will. Uh, Jack 2, darn good game. One of the best. Uh, one of the best games uh, that's ever been made I don't know if I would put it at the top of the PS2 list when I did my list for Kotaku.com several years ago I did like a list that was like my favorite PS2 games I put it at number one one of my faves um, another game that's one of my faves is uh, uh, the Berserk game by Sammy uh, yep that uh, one's Berserk good Berserk Teikoku no Taka Hen Say Senki no Show is me pronouncing it as badly as I can um, on purpose I can pronounce it correctly, but what would that prove?
2: All right. Um, I, I had uh, one from my list that uh, I, I want to mention as an honorable mention is Spy Fiction.
3: Oh, Spy Fiction's good.
2: Yeah. I like Spy Fiction. It's just a, a goofy PS2 walkabout that's like a bad Metal Gear Solid. mm mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I like that one, and uh, I'll, I'll just mention my two that I got on here that I would have liked to see. Um, one of them is extremely in the same vein. Well, not extremely, kind of. Extermination, which is the first of the Swery designed PS2 games.
2: And uh, he kind of came in at the end, though.
0: Yeah, well, no, I, I asked him recently what did you do on that, and he said I was responsible for all the game design. Okay. And the action feel.
2: Well, he definitely wrote it, too, because he's got his character yeah. names.
0: Yeah, and he wrote it. And, um, that game, I said this already, but when when Tim was talking about Gitsack, a lot of the stuff he was describing is in this game, and it feels it feels really good. And um, I'm playing it again. I'm actually going to finish it this time because I, I quite like it. And the other game, we didn't get a single fighting game on this list, <laughs> and uh, I love Garoden Break Blow Fist or Twist. Hopefully, this will come Fister up. Twist is a good one in our other future versions. But th- it's like this amazing, over the top, masculine punch each other to death video game which has an amazing uh like a push and pull mechanic for the for the life bar system that it, it's got all kinds of cool and stuff you know, in when, it. I, when uh, I
3: alluded to my box that contains only 24 games that's one of them so heck yeah that's one of the games
2: uh since everyone else did too uh i'll add the the dumb wild card one i put in my list which was dog's life yeah um just uh goofy british game about being a dog and you just do dumb dog stuff in in a semi-open world and you can uh do things like poop on the ground and then put the
1: poop in your mouth and then throw it at people oh, that's horrible like, I love it. another yet, one yeah. brandon nominated that no one else did was mr mosquito oh i like that yeah. game yeah
0: and uh with that dog's life it's it's also funny because all the dogs just act they talk like serious human beings while doing all this stupid stuff it's so yeah. it's so bizarre i also put earth defense force 2 on here which i feel like yes it was supplanted by a lot of other games but it's also a quintessential ps2 game to me uh, it's surprising that nobody else put it's surprising
3: that, but... that you can talk about not liking control schemes in games and then let's think that earth defense force <laughs> earth defense i think force-
1: it's i i think it's surprising that that game is set two years after the birth of jesus christ
3: Earth Defense yeah. Force 2.
1: Uh, I'm going to read out this full list. Uh, we're going to post it at forums.insertcredit.com for your edification. Number 20 is Ape Escape 3. Up we got Michigan. Then we got Outrun 2006, Coast to Coast. Metal Gear Solid 2. Eco. Neo Contra. Guard 2, or Dragon Dragoon 2. Burnout 3 Takedown. PsyOps, Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter Ghosts in the Shell Standalone Complex God Hand Shulip Silent Hill 2 Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne Steam Bot Chronicles at number 5 uh, Bujingai is number 4 number hey. 3 is Katamari Damashi. number 2 R-Type Final and the best PlayStation 2 game is Raw Danger mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's Raw true. Danger Rod Danger, the I am going to say some stuff now. If you enjoy this podcast, you can give us a rating and review it on your favorite podcast distribution platform. This list was our thank you to everybody who jumped on the first month of our Patreon, which you can join on patreon.com slash credit and submit your own wacky ideas for future themed episodes or Just questions in regular old episodes. You'll also get our episodes one day early. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at Insert Credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank is at Frank Safaldi. Tim is at 108. And Brandon is at Necrosofty. Make sure to stop by forums.insertcredit.com so you can talk about all the stupid decisions we made today. This show is edited by Blaine Brown. Until next time, I'm Alex Jaffe. Uh, I'm Frank Cifaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And your game has now been saved. Game over yeah! God
3: darn it.
0: Dad gummit. Con sarn it. Gum bummit. <laughs> gum bummit.